The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terry, blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, one of the host tweets from Manhattan Oregon Neighborhood Television. Welcome to those watching on the local voice on <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, it's probably something new you're, this week. You're not excited, are you, Sam? No, I'm tired. You can tell he's excited. Why is he excited, everybody? Uh, basketball. Basketball back. is back. Yep. I'm just trying a new experiment this week. We're both wearing masks this week. You know, yep. um, we're just, trying to experiment, you know, so, you know, so. Yeah, we're going to uh, see uh, how safe we can be. You know, um, Owen TV is open. Yep. Uh, we are taking, uh, you know, appointments to have people in, just like restaurants are open. Um, usually it's 25% and we follow and we're kind of over that 25% for this room. So we're wearing our mask today. Why not? Why not? And so far it sounds pretty good. I was it concerned does. that it'd be a little more. It does. I mean, muffled. it does. I mean, like, so when you really look at them, we got, we, like I said, we've had, we've had, of course, the, um, we talked on the food drive. Um, I heard you succeeded yeah, yeah. with your goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. So last uh, week, all week, it was a long week, mm-hmm. but it was a very, um, rewarding week. ONTV had its uh, 11th annual food drive. It was five days long, um, with programming running almost 24 hours a day, uh, supporting, uh, the Oxford Orient Fish Food Pantry that helps Oxford, Addison, Lake Orion, Orion Township, or uh, uh, Oakland Townships. And our goal is to collect $5,000, and we exceeded that goal. Sam, help, uh, thank you for your donation and the and the and uh, your brother and your family and stuff like that. So uh, the, uh, the Lake Orion community came out in droves and really put us over the top. And the funny thing is, you might not have known this, we were uh, about $1,000 short. Going in, going into Friday morning, mm-hmm. and uh, we had Matt Pfeiffer, uh, owner of uh, Northern uh, Wholesale Flooring here, right here in Lake Orion, stopped in the studio and decided to do a live stream on Facebook for about forty minutes, mm-hmm. and just kind of rallying anybody who tuned in because he's got a presence on uh, Facebook locally that he's all over talking. Right. So uh, he just starts saying, come on, let's get this going. And in within 40 minutes, he had us over that $5,000 mark. So got to thank Matt and the, the crew at uh, Northern Wholesale Flooring for what That's they did. Good. And we collected a, a truckload of regular donations, which we didn't think we would get that much. So That's great. It goes I mean... right to the food pantry. And anybody who's listening who donated, we want to thank you all and support your local food pantry if you're not here in Lake mm-hmm. Orion or Oxford. If you're listening, uh, there's a lot of people out there who are hungry and are mm-hmm. in need. So, yeah. You can also do this everywhere else in Oakland County as well, OA Nation as well. Absolutely, you know? yeah. There's uh, the food pantries all over the place. So mm-hmm. uh, reach out uh, and help. They could always use your, your help and volunteer, uh, mm-hmm. donate things. Um, uh, Lighthouse in Oakland County is a big one. So mm-hmm. uh, you just search up Lighthouse, and they're another uh, food pantry. And, you know, even soup, soup kitchens, uh, if you're – you know, for those who are out on the street, especially mm-hmm. in, in these weather. temperatures, mm-hmm. it's crazy. crazy so crazy, any way crazy. you can help your fellow man, we encourage you to do so. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to talk about this week. We had some basketball being played last. Yes, we did. Filming on Tuesday, so we got some games that played on Monday. Yep. First day of contact sports allowed. Um, I mean, like, just a lot. We got a lot of recaps here to talk about. Yep. So let's, uh, should we go to the uh, OA roundup, eh? Yep. 
It's been a while since we've heard this music. <laughs> it's been a long while. Thank heavens we get to hear it today. All right, so here it is. It's not very long, but it is one. It right? is one. So the OAA Roundup. Uh, Monday's games, is that correct? Mm-hmm. So cause today is the ninth? Yep. All right, Berkeley and Royal Oak Shrine went head-to-head, um, and Berkeley took care of business, uh, 43-37 over Shrine. Uh, Arshad Walker uh, dropped 16 points. Jacob Thomas had 11 points for Berkeley. That was a close game. That was a really close game. We'll go more in that, that one in a minute here. All right, and uh, North Farmington uh, steamroll St. Clair Shores Lakeshore, 73-42. Jamal Hayes, uh, 24 points, and then Bashir Jihad, 23 points for North Farmington. No surprise there as no. far as the scoring goes. No. All right, Stony Creek. This and, was the game of the day. Stony Creek and West Bloomfield went down to the wire, but Stony Creek ekes out the win, 59-58 over the Lakers. Trevor Smith had 26 points, six assists, six rebounds for Stony Creek. Ryan Hurst, 22, five and five. Uh, Kip, how do you say that name? Black, Blacksivus. Blacksivus and Richard Weaver, 11 points each for the Lakers. What a game already. So he had a one to the wire, a couple close ones, or two close ones and a blowout. Yep. But we are in the season. All right, and that's the OA Roundup. First one of the winter yeah, sports I mean- season. Wow. You know, and I want to go boys first before we talk girls. You know what I mean? I think the with the season underway, obviously, um, you look at that game with West Bluebeach Stony Creek. I mean, like, those are two teams that were expected to hear a lot from this year. I mean, when you look at West Bluefield, um, a lot of experience. They got a young sophomore um, nucleus with Ryan Hurst, Michael C., Kipper Ackless, um I'm a little concerned about this this team's interior play, but when you look at the game with in that game with Stony Creek in West Bloom, that was nip and tuck, nip and tuck. <laughs> Stony Creek relied on their experience to win that game. I mean, West Bloom had a chance to win it at the buzzer, but they couldn't get it. So, but couldn't get to the line either. Uh, you know, a lot of times those games come down to free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. You know what the makeup of that uh, one point win was right. down the stretch. Right, and I know I read I read the um, interview from Scott Ber- to Scott from Scott Bernstein that Coach Jeremy Dennis said that they just don't play they're not they don't play any defense right now, mm. and to me that's a big problem considering that their next two games are going to be against Warnie Sal, he's got a new coach in John Jakai, and then you have North Farmington, and we know what they just did to um to St. Clair Shores and Lakeshore. Lakeshore, so, yeah, they they. West West Bluefield right now, I would say right now, be in some trouble a little bit. Now, for Stony Creek, of course, you know. Let me get this right. I know you're going to go to Stony Creek, but I'm just like, did did Hayes and Jihad actually outscore Lakeshore by themselves? Am I looking at that right? I think they did. 24 and 23 for those two players. Yeah, they did. You know. That's 47? Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Two guys outscored Lakeshore. Oh, dear. I mean, that tells you. Is that a, a sign of things to come for the OAA? Watch out. You better be ready because those two are going to be on fire. Well, and I think, you know, when you look at, and I got to look at the opponent as well. I mean, like True. Lakeshore is not, they're a decent team, but I don't think they're as good as people give them advertised for. Okay. Um, But with North Farmington, you know they're loaded. I mean, and it comes down, they do have a transfer in Blake Goodman who came over from, um, from Novi Franklin Road Christian. Um, I mean, like, he's a, he's a, um, 
he's going to be an instrumental part to that team. Um, they do have a freshman, Landon Williams, who is a um, really good, um, really good guard who um, we're going to hear a lot from this season. Um, and then you also have, um, and then of course, let's not forget, you still got Jasper Beeler on there. You got Aaron Rice on there. Members of that football, members of their football team that went to the um, regional final um, where they went up to Traverse City. That was a real nice trip. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nice big, nice going to see basic scenery. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you look at North Farmington, this team could be really, really dangerous. I mean, like, there's a reason why I have them one of the favorites in the red to win the division. And it's because they have the experience. They have the proven talent. Um, I know that we're going to talk Clarkson in a minute here. I think they're going to really be tested on the on um, that Saturday um, when they take on um, Waterford Mott. That's going to be a real interesting game. That should be a game. good game. That'll be a good game there, of course. Um, the new look Clarkson The new look Wolves. Clarkson Wolves, yes. But they will have a game under their belt, though. Um, I was just trying to look at their schedule before we went on air. I mean, like, but when I look at um, but North Farmington – really is the most scariest team that I've this is a scary team. And well, regardless of opponent, mm-hmm. um, you still have to put the basket in the bucket. Sure. Right? So uh they can do it. Yeah, North Farmington <laughs> can definitely regardless do it. of the mm-hmm. opponent. Mm-hmm. So but I do uh, want to get back to West Bloomfield. Yeah, let's yes, um, let's get to that game. Uh, I think West Bloomfield's been some trouble a little bit. Really? And I'm not being mean to Jeremy. One Dennis. game in? Yeah, I'm telling you because their schedule is going to get rocky because they got to play Warren DeSalle with their new coach, Josh Akai. And then you got to play um, North, Far- North Farmington yeah. on that Friday, which is going to be really difficult. I think it's going to be a very a tough, tough first week. <laughs> it is a very tough first week. Oh, actually, I do apologize in the water for my Clarkson game. That is a Friday. Friday, okay. They play on a Thursday and Friday. Um, Clarkson so, opens up with Farmington, then they go to. So I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Thursday and a Friday, mm-hmm. right? So this is what we're now dealing with. Correct. Right? So uh, those listening and following basketball and such, if you haven't seen the schedules, since everything's been kicked back, kicked back, it, it's condensed. We knew it was condensed before. Mm-hmm. It's really but condensed now. But now it's really condensed, and so now you're going to have games back-to-back days. Yeah, three games. Yeah, 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 you can require you can play three games, you know, in a week. You know, okay. three games in a week. So and, that, uh, <laughs> and then to have, you know, two back-to-back, that can be difficult. It is. Especially if the team you're going up against on that, you know, second night. is really good. Ma- really good, but maybe they had a rest. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not. That's not a back-to-back for them. Mm-hmm. Right? So this, this comes into play again. So we saw it in the fall with football. Right. Different things, different schedules, and it impacted different teams. But it's more so, but the condensed mm-hmm. schedule is something that has to be mm-hmm. we'll talked talk about. Clark, yeah, we'll talk Clarkston in a minute here. I really, because I know you were curious to see about the Wolves, how they were going to look. I know you and a whole lot of other people yeah. are very curious. That and Oxford and, mm-hmm. you know, there's key, when you have key cogs, key players, mm-hmm. pieces, goal, mm-hmm. you know, are gone and moving on to other things or it changes the look of those teams and it just makes it more interesting to go, where are they at now? And I think, you know, when you look at it now, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, you look at, you look at, um, I would say right now, um, yeah, I, I mean, I want to look at Stony Creek as well. This yeah, is yeah. an experienced team. Here. This is a good win for Stony yeah. Creek. I mean, to absolutely to pull a win like this uh, early, and I, I know it's so early, 
to say a quality opponent, but these are quality opponents. Yeah, a white team beating a red team, that's huge. Yeah. You know, for um for Sony Creek's confidence. Um, when you look at of course the experience factor, you know, Trevor Smith there, you know what I mean? He's the big key for Stony Creek to be successful. I mean, Steve Norgrove's done a wonderful job over there at Stony Creek, just getting that experience, you know, relying on those key experience proven players that have been there, been through the wars. Um, but when you look at Stony Creek, you know what I mean? You got to wonder about their, and their sub varsity game, that sub varsity game, the junior varsity game, went to double overtime. Ooh. So that tells you something where program strength is for Stony Creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this too. So Smith and Hurst, correct? Uh, Hurst plays for West Bloomfield. Okay, good. Because I'm just looking at the, I was looking for the period and mm-hmm. I, now I see it. But you're looking at the scoring for uh, Stony Creek so far. Yes, it's one game. Mm-hmm. And Smith is the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? He's half their point. That's not good. That's never a good, that's never a good recipe. No. I mean, yeah. half his points and six uh, with assists and rebounds, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have all your uh, eggs in one basket, we've seen teams that have singular talent. Cough, cough, Oxford. Yes. And you shut one guy down or you hold him to just they the got average. Trouble. Yeah, there's trouble. You, you run into issues. And I think, you know, that's that's pretty much, I think, the danger part for Stony Creek is you're going to need somebody else to step up besides Smith if you're going to be, could it be a Vance Fogelberg? Could it be a um, another, they have experience. I mean, yeah. let's not forget, this team does have experience, but the, um, but you can't rely on one guy one night, you know what I mean? Because because they're gonna he's gonna be your main focal point. Yeah. You know, when you look at teams that when you look at teams that have superstar players, you know, you know, it, it's gonna be um it's gonna be on and off, you know what I mean? It's kind of like pick your poison, right? Sure. Do, you, do you let them go off and mm-hmm. then shut, shut down the rest? Down? Shut the rest That's down. That's a little risky for me. That's a little <laughs> risky because I think so too. You know? And, and uh, does Stony Creek have another? Uh, we're not talking another player that has to score twenty. No. I mean, we're talking maybe fifteen, f- ten. If you're if you got a couple guys that are in the ten range, fifteen thrown in there, or you got th- you know that's that's decent. And then if you have a bench as a total hole that can score you fifteen, twenty, mm-hmm. that's a solid uh, solid uh, sure. basketball team. I mean, sure. I mean, like you know that. I mean, like. But Stony Creek, you know, right now, that this is a big win for that program yeah. um, for Coach Dean Norgrove. Now they're going to certainly be getting tested on Thursday when they take on Troy, which that'll be a real interesting yeah, game. Yeah. We know about what Troy <laughs> has. I mean, yes. with Brody Parker, Jake Emerzian, Ethan Emerzian, DeAnthony Hamilton, Amaj Hodge. Um, I love what Coach Gary Frog's done with that team. Um, I mean, like, you know, I know he's the two transfers from Adams with the Burzian boys. I mean, they could have been huge for them. Um, so when you look at when you look at Stony Creek going forward, they've got to find somewhere and, and someone besides Smith, you know, that can carry the load. And then when you look at and then on the other side of things, West Bloomfield, um, I think this team's in some trouble. I mean, the reason they're a young group, I get it, but you know, they've got they've got a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, tough schedule. You know, and having was it Hurst with his twenty-two mm-hmm. five and five, it's almost a similar situation that Stony Creek's looking at. You got one guy that can pour it in. Maybe he just had a good game. We'll have to see. But uh, seeing that uh, what was their number two scorer in the that Atrix, one. Kip well, you had two guys there. scoring eleven. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what we're talking about. They but then had, you have Mitchell C and Nawosu, the other right. Guy. So they've got other guys that mm-hmm. can fill in those blanks. True. So I think 
West Bloomfield, yes. The schedule-wise, it's going to be difficult. Yes. But I think personnel-wise, they have the makeup to overcome that. So you think West Bloomfield right now is fine? You think they're fine? I think they're okay. I mean, again, it's this on paper, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we're dealing with a lot of stresses and a lot of different things outside the game. Um, If they can manage that and everybody stays healthy, yeah, I think they're okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we look at the other game. We had Berkeley Royal Shrine. Um, yeah, you said this was tight. This was yeah, very 43, tight. 37. But when you look at Berkeley, Berkeley is a team that this is a golden mystery when I look at Berkeley. A <laughs> golden one. They're like, a, they're like, if you ever watch. As opposed to a pewter mystery. Yeah. I look at, I look at, I look at Berkeley, and they remind me of the Twilight Saga. The reason why I say this is because the Twilight Zone. Because sometimes, because sometimes, <laughs> or you know, Twilight Saga, the vampires, or Twilight Zone. I guess it's, it's I, we gotta we have to clarify that because yeah. that means two different things. Yeah, it's two different things. You know? <laughs> One's the undead, and but, the other one yeah, is just but, crazy. <laughs> but Berkeley's a team that has a lot of experience. Let's not forget this. I mean, you mean they've had Logan Thomas, they've had um. That's right, Jacob Thomas. They've had um, Joey McNamara. I mean, like you look at, and then of course Ashai Walker coming back. It's been it's huge for this team. But I was a little surprised they only scored forty three points. I mean, like I thought they would score more than yeah. I mean, especially because you're one of those teams that is supposed to be a contender in the blue this year. You know, now they I think there's going to be a contender in the blue. But but for Royal Shrine and Mike Marianski's first year back coaching, you know that's a good. I think that was a good performance for. For a Royal Shrine, I mean, but for Berkeley, you know, they've got to find, they've got to get some more scoring. I think more. They options. do, yeah. Top score was sixteen points. Yeah, Tarshawn Walker. Walker, he came back from that ACL, and you know, and Berkeley's got other players. Let's not forget. I mean, this team does. They have a lot of experience. I mean, Joe Sermon's done a really good job with this team. I mean, you know, but that's a team that you know. Well, it looks like these, you know, with uh, Walker with only 16 and Thomas 11, mm-hmm. it shows that they spread the scoring around. They do right? spread it around, yes. So and... f- with the 43, the, the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, half of it came from those two guys, right. but it's, but they sp- did spread it around. Right, they spread it around, but I think the big difference here was, um, when you look at it here, was Berkeley kept in control. It was, it wasn't even. It was tight throughout, but Berkeley just, they managed to keep the game in their pace, and they end up winning that game. I mean, like, so now when you look at Berkeley going forward, you know, this team still has, um, they still got some work to do ahead of them. And, you know, when you look at the teams in their division, you look at, obviously, you got Troy Athens, Lake Orion, Oxford, and Seaholm. Those are your four divisional yeah. Divisional teams, in and there. we're going to know more about that division, uh, just like the others. We're going to know more in Thursday, the next couple days, especially right? Especially so. because there's a big one looming Thursday between Lake Oregon and Troy Athens. We're going to preview that game. Um, that one's going to be a real interesting game, um, considering both these teams played last year, opened up the year for um for Lake Oregon going down to um Troy Athens and winning in that game. Um, the majority of that team is back. The majority of Troy Athens' team is back. Um, it's gonna be Lake. It's gonna be Troy Athens' first game and Lake Orion's second, second game. game. Yeah. So that one's gonna be a real interesting game. I mean, <laughs> when you look at that one. Um, but Berkeley, you know, I was I was a little surprised with the score. I mean, when I saw that score yesterday on Twitter, I mean, like, just I'm going like, what? You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> come on, Joe. You know what I mean? 
Hey, you got a W. You got a W. You know, That's all matters. I mean, there's so many things that aren't listed in a mm-hmm. line that just gives you 16 and 11. Mm-hmm. But it does give you know, Berkeley's defense credit. I got to give Berkeley's defense credit. Right? So it could have been a defensive struggle. It could have yeah. been um, high turnovers on both sides. We didn't. I didn't see the it's box score. It's only the score. first game. It's only the first game. Exactly. So I might as well, might if, as well give Joe Thermal's team a pass here. Absolutely. You, go, you, you get a W, get a W. I might as well give Joe Thermal's team a pass here. I, you know, I would, but still, Sam. But still, I mean, that team reminds me of the Twilight. Zone? No, 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 no. Right? It's either that or the Twilight Saga, Twi- which that's different. With the vampires and stuff? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'd probably say Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You're cracking me up. So the, uh, so with that being said, you know, looking at the games that just took place, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about this compressed schedule. What does that really say, though? What is, with the schedule, how many games are they scheduled to play? You can play three games a week. Okay, we talked about that. What's the total schedule? Are they, like, at 20 games? Some are, they... are playing 16. Some are playing 17. I know North Farmington's playing 11 right now. They're the only scheduled for 11 games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and that in and of itself changes the complex or the uh, the playing, complexion of the game. Basically, an NBA schedule. It's that's what it is. Yeah, as far as frequency, mm-hmm. as far as frequency. So, and that's going to be the same thing with the girls' basketball schedule. You know, they start their league portion, you know, this evening, which we're filming on the ninth. So, so is that kind of falling into line what we were talking about? It's like if you keep kicking this can down the road, uh, to starting this winter season. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be majority of the games you're going to be playing are league games. Yes, and that's what happened, correct? That's what ended up happening. Okay, but I'm okay with that. It makes it exciting. The games mean you, something right away. If you play 16, 17 games, you're in good shape. You play eleven, I think it's a little bit. See, but, okay. and I was you read my mind, Sammy, because if you say if it, they're at eleven, and you know, let's say you stumble for a couple. Mm-hmm. And then let's say maybe you got to miss a couple games. What is that? That you're in trouble. I mean that you know, but also too postseason wise, mm-hmm. there's no real impact, correct? I mean no. that's if you're going for the league championship, right? If you're going for the league championship, you know. So when you look at of course your district going forward, I mean, we talked about the districts. Of course, if you take a look at the districts, um, they're on my blog at semi-semicolon-termiablogspot.com. I did a ton of updating though. Good. <laughs> um, there's this, a lot that happened. Yeah, and then um. It brings down to my next point. You look at the transfer impact. Um, we've got several big transfers that came into the OA. Um, Oak Park had six transfers. I know two of them by six. name. Yeah, six. They got a new coach in Duran Shepard. I know him very well. Good guy. Um, but then Ferndale, of course, made the biggest splash, of course, getting um, Orchard Lake St. Mary's is um, Jason Drake, who transferred in during the Christmas break. And, and they can play right away. They can play right away because now we're in the second semester. So, ah. so when you look at when you look at Ferndale's chances, um, now you're adding. And I read Scott Bernstein's blog, and I was on Sunday, and I, I got into a little debate with him about Ferndale. And I said to him, "Yeah, Ferndale's. I mean, he said Ferndale's got all the guards. They're going to be very good. You know." I said, "Dude, look <laughs> at this team inside out." And Scott Bernstein's a good guy. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. But I said, stop. Read Ferndale. Their biggest problem is in the interior. Have they addressed that? No. 
They have not. So there's big questions when I look at Ferndale. They're going to try to run people out of the gym if they got all the guards? Well, if they got all the guards, they're going to try to run people out of the gym. But when you have a team like a North Farmington who's got a, a couple of big boys named by the name of Rashid Jihad who yes. can at least come and block it out a shot. Yes. You know, then I but if he can get down before on the fast break, before they can get down and <clears throat> set up on D. Absolutely. Or you're random from distance. But now you put in, you put him along, you put Drake alongside Trey Van Lewis. You know what I mean? So you look at that, that's a that's a great combination. It is. But the question's going to be is, where are they going to get that wing production that was left by Simon? We, by um, That was left last year, you know? I mean, if there was one team that was impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, this is the team. This is the program. Juan Rickman's program was impacted the most by what happened because they had a great team to go to possibly go to the um, state finals back at Breslin in Division Two. Everything looked perfect for them. So I'm curious to see where Ferndale is at um, when you look at this team on paper. I mean, they got concerns in the interior. Uh, their district's interesting. I think they're the favorite, though, coming out of there. Really? But when you look at Ferndale, though, I got some questions surrounding this Eagle team. Um, and I think the Drake impact is going to be a huge one for them. Um, they got others that have got to make some noise as well. Um, but that's a team I'm curious to see is Ferndale with their transfer. Um, and then, of course, Oak Park, we talked. The Henderson brothers, um, they were very good for Ipsilani Lincoln. Of course, I know that they played with the Monty Bates over at um, Ypsilanti Lincoln. Now they come yes. to Oak Park. Boy, um, you look at Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Just shredded. Yes, because of Bates' decision. That he left, and then everybody else is bailing, too. Yep, and that's... it's Just it's, shredding that team. Yeah, yeah. And that was a state championship team. I know. That's crazy. Mm hmm So, but now you got the... I'm curious to see how Duran Shepard's team's going to be at Oak Park. Um, I know Bernstein ranked him high. I have them, That's a lot of transfers. I had Oak Park before the season started, though, at 11. And okay. the reason why in the before top 10, we knew the transfers, before we knew the transfers, I had them at eleven. Yeah, and because I really loved them, Shepherd's um, I really loved what Shepherd brought to Oak Park, proven winner, young team, young nucleus. Um, they got some great guys. Are down. you changing your no tune? No. <laughs> you you set it up. I th I thought you were going to change your mind. Like Absolutely I got I got them at eleven. I got all these Absolutely. transfers in. Ah, what do you got? Absolutely I got them at eleven. I'm not, I'm not changing my tune on them. <laughs> I'm not changing my tone on. Well, they got to play, right? Yeah, they got to play. You know so if what they mean? start, if they struggle, they start, if they start bombing they're gonna people, go, they're going to go through a difficult transition period. They're going to go through a very difficult transition period, which is, you know, that has to unfortunately happen during the season. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. When you have a new coach on a shortened season, in a shortened season, you got a tough transition period going. You got to you got to go there, and they got a very difficult district when you look at what they have to deal with in the future. When you look at teams like UD Jesuit in there, oh yeah, Detroit Renaissance, Detroit Mumford. Berkeley, I mean, <laughs> that's going to be a tough road for them. Yeah, yeah, and you forget about that. You go, ooh, transfers, and quality transfers. I mean, good yeah. kids, good players. Mm -hmm. And then you're right. It's um, Basketball is one of those five guys, right? Mm -hmm. And then you got maybe four on the bench that are yeah. going to give you some solid stuff. You, you replace key people. The only advantage I could say is they got two teammates from another team, correct? Mm -hmm. It's just two? It's a two set of twins. Two, two set sets of, of twins. Uh, it's a brothers. And they're all from Lincoln. 
Uh, I got two from Lincoln, I know. I don't know where the other four went. All right, so if you got two from Lincoln, at least you have some sort of and they're, and chemistry. They're, and they're brothers. Yeah, that is another bonus. Mm-hmm. So if you they've played together, I'd like to see what their AAU history is. It's if, similar if to the Amersians with uh, when they moved from Adams to Troy. It's very similar. To yes, that. and that worked out well. Uh huh. Right. Out so real well. maybe it's not that big of a transition because if you got you know two fifths of the team are related and they're brothers, they've played together before. But they still got to go through that transition. You know, you do. That. You do. Yes, and I'd say probably by game three. We're gonna know what the heck. We're gonna going know. On. We're gonna know what's going on. Um, speaking of a team, we're gonna talk about. You wanted. You're curious on is Clarkston. Clarkston and Oxford. And Oxford. These are the two teams I'm curious as well. Um, let's go with Clarkston first. Of yeah. course. Um, this team, they got. We're gonna likely have four freshmen on that team. Starters. Uh, not starters. Or just on the team. Yes, on the team. Wow. When I look at Clarkston, you got Luke Schurler. You got Mike DePillo in the interior. Keegan was still at the guard yes. spot. Guard slash combo guard spot. Nathan Steinman's an energy guy. So when you look at, and of course you have Isaiah Harris. But when you look at Clarkston in the past, they really don't rely on that bench, which is, which is something that's really bothered me with this team in the past. Even when Dan Fife was there at Clarkston, he did not use that bench. I mean, like then... You have at least fifteen kids on a bench. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're and you're only going at least six guys. To me, that's the problem. It, um, I would say in a normal season, usually yes, mm-hmm. right? You haven't uh, you have an injury or you get into foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a shortened season, a compressed season, I don't think that comes into play. Why? As long as they stay healthy. Because uh, if a shortened season, you got less games for a potential injury and that sort of thing, right? Clarkson's playing 16 games this year. So when you look at the Wolves, I mean, like this team, they need game experience. You know, this oh, team yeah. does need game experience. And, um, you know, when you look at last year, the, the, um, the loss of Nicholson to graduation, Fletcher Lawyer transferred to Indiana, um, play at Homestead, Indiana. Um, so... For Tim Wasilic, it's going to be a you, really difficult transition. Do you think they have three core guys that can carry them? I think they got two guys. Okay. I'm not sure where one's heart is at right now because, you know, one is the starting quarterback for the Clarkson <laughs> Wolves. No offense to Mike DePillo. Well, but, what do you mean where his heart's at? Well, you know, he's he's starting quarterback at Clarkson. Yeah, but he's also but, playing basketball. That is true. But <laughs> I do teammates are teammates. That's true. Ian, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. In which way? With what way? Because the I pillow. Th- they rely on three guys. Okay, they're going to rely on three All guys. Because right, that's what I was asking. It's like, yeah. do we have? Do they have three core guys? If you have mm-hmm. three core guys, and then again, two in the interior, and then you have one at the guards. Yes, and then and- we don't know about Isaiah Harris. No, and the key is the point guard. Who is the quarterback on the court? It's going to likely be Keegan Wasilik. All right, is that that's a positive, right? It's a positive, yes. So, ha- there has to be two others out of the ten on the bench or whoever's on the bench that, or a cycle of them mm-hmm. to get them to where they need to be. Yeah, but the question is going to be is, you know, this is not going to be the Clarkson teams that we've used to No, know. no, no. They're not. They're the, going to be more of like a scrappy type of team. Yes, and maybe, uh, you know, we're not going to see the blowouts like we saw. 
uh, this is not going to be the not going to be pouring in the, no. the scoring no. like we've seen in the past. No. And when you look at right now. But maybe you, they don't need that. They don't need. I don't think they need that. But. Win's a win now, man. It is. Stony and, Creek just proved it. Yeah, Stony Creek just proved it against <laughs> West Bloomfield. But when you look at where Clarkson's at right now, people are going to say, well, Clarkson's won 14 straight league champion division titles and all that. I think, seriously, that's in jeopardy this year. I really do. Because I look at North Farmington. I look at maybe West Bloomfield. Um, you got Oak Park, Ferndale. Um, those are teams you got to keep an eye on, obviously. But what helps them is they open up with Farmington. Farmington, let's not forget, this is a team that really got butchered by the um, transfer bug, of course. Yeah. Jaden Aikens leaving for prep school. Um, Tariq Humes left for prep school. Um, they're going to be relying on two guys, Prince Jackson and Robert Davis. I now, mean, did they leave for, for prep schools because of the delay? That, or were I they, or that was already in line? I think I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, because you know we've what? heard, like you said, I mean, we've heard players uh, crossing the border in Ohio to go play mm-hmm. and pulling out and, you know, uh, other, I would say, top tier players in this state moving to different states or at least mm-hmm. crossing the border, um, which you can do, yeah, right, to play because of the delay here mm-hmm. in Michigan. But I just think that I don't. It caught. I, I know it definitely caught Coach Sharon Twitter by surprise. I know it definitely did because Farmington was supposed to be this team that had a lot of experience making the move up to the red. Um, this was going to be like their coordination to be in the red. Yeah. Now it, instead, it could, be... it could be more than disastrous <laughs> when you look at Farmington. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, and they and then they got to open up with Clarkston. That's brutal. And then for, for Clarkston's sake, they got to play Waterford Mott too. Yes, a improved. They're they're likely one of the favorites in the Lakes Valley when See, you look and, at what they got. Yes, and you were saying too that's back to back. Thursday and a Friday. Yep, that's brutal. So the so the schedule could be a pain in the neck for some teams. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see for next week's show with these back to back games. You know, keep track of these back to back games oh, yeah. because usually we don't see these things. Usually we right? don't. You know, you get a. Uh, the Tuesday, Thursday game, and then maybe a Saturday, you know, if you're doing three games a week or you got like a mini tourney or something, an invite or something like that, you know what I mean? But with back to back, that is. That's that, brutal. That's kind of crazy. And then you look at the other side of things we talk about Oxford. Um, yes. You uh, wanted to address Oxford. So the, when you, well, well, the new look of Oxford, right? Top scorers. No trade Townsend. That's um, huge. Pedro Botate moved to Arizona. Um, you know, not sure where's that. Not sh- not sure about Zach Townsend. Um, um, here. And when the, you say not sure, we're not sure if he's actually playing. We're not sure if he's playing or not. And then, of course, the rumor around Oxford, of course, hearing about Bryce Esmond's injury, he could be out for the year. Oh, I didn't um, hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that that's that possible rumor going around. Is that, uh... that is a rumor. Oh, so it's not breaking news. It's not just breaking rumor. news. It's the rumor going around. I'll pull around. that. I'll pull the bam back. <laughs> But when you look at Oxford's case, you know, this hurts them. Now you're going to be relying on Mason Mulholland, Paul Respect. Um, and then, of What course, was their JV ranks like last year? JV really struggled last year. I mean, like, so when you look at Oxford. Um, so you're always looking for that next guy coming up or the, the next player coming up. And when you look at Oxford, you know, this could be, they could be in, they could be, 
they could struggle a little bit this year when you look at it. And of course, let's not forget the three teams in that division um, are in there that are um, they're going to be really good. You know, when you look at Lake Orion, Troy, Athens, and Berkeley, I mean, those three teams, you know, they got a lot of experience back. And then you look at Seaholm, who's a, who's a scrappy team as well. I mean, like Seaholm, of course, their biggest guy, 6'2. So yeah. when you look at Seaholm, Oh, that could be really interesting. Yeah. So when you look at um, in that division, then you had that district, which is just very daunting. With <laughs> even though you host the district, but I you know. got Clarkson, Lake Orion, Romeo, Waterford, Kettering, and Adams in that district. That's absolutely brutal. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Yeah, that's very rough. So when I look at the injury to Esmond, that's a huge loss for Oxford. That's a gigantic loss. If that's if that's if. true, if that's true, you know. Yeah, that's too bad. I hope I hope that's not the case. Because mm-hmm. so. you, you always want them, to, you know, the teams to go up against, you know, others at, at full strength. You mm-hmm. want to see what they can bring. So, but wow. when, you, when you look at Oxford, of course, um, they definitely need to find scoring. They do open up with Rochester, um, which is going to be a really interesting game. Um, Rochester, I'm high on this Rochester team with Vance Kirkwood. Um, what he's got there. He's got at least four guys that are very solid players. Um, I think they're in the right division, the gold division. Um, you know, I think Pontiac may be a little bit more battle tested than Rochester, but I think Rochester's got a good chance to have a good year. And I really do like what Vance Kirkwood's done with that team down there at Rochester. Mm. So that's what I'm keeping an eye on. So we're like, uh, new players. We got transfers. Mm -hmm. We got compressed schedules. Yeah, got, that's, that's just all boys basketball. I mean that. I mean that's a lot to uh, unfold and to try to digest. And that's just all boys basketball. I know. <laughs> you know, we haven't talked to girls yet. Well, the girls seems to be lost by attrition. I mean, you know, like uh, like you mentioned Pontiac. We mentioned that last week. We gotta talk about this situation. I mean, there's a lot just. And then of course now you add Ferndale to the mix. You might want you might add Avondale to the mix. I where mean, like, they would not field the team. Where they might not field the team. And you know, I know Pontiac and Ferndale for sure. Avondale's a maybe, but that's too bad. It's it's rough when you look at when you don't have enough kids to play, you know what I mean? It's unfortunate, you know? And basketball, you figure you'd find so if they're not fielding a varsity team, does that mean they're not fielding a underclassmen teams too nothing nothing how do you have nothing i don't know the only thing i can think of is you know kids being held out for safety sake or well the thing is avondale started to um to um cancel games and that's never a good sign no that's never a good sign when you look at avondale i just hope the reason they're canceling the games is out of caution like there you got Parents and stuff just saying, hey, let's let's pump the brakes here, do the COVID stuff. I just hope no one's ill. I don't want any, you know, that's... No, this is not that's illness, where, what I've heard. We're hoping that that's the case. It's not illness, what I've heard. All right, heard. good. Thank um, goodness. But, but the number, it's the lack of numbers. That's the problem for all three of these teams. I mean, we talked Pontiac last week. Ferndale, I mean, Ferndale this week, of course, they, I looked at their athletic site. They canceled every game on their schedule. Wow. And, it's on my blog as well. And then, of course, Avondale just hearing a lot of rumbles. Well, Fer- Ferndale, right? So what's what was their make of the team last year? Well, they were um, didn't have a lot of kids. Um, they were so, building a program under Keith Paris. Um, yes, you know, they had some good players, but they just, 
you know, they didn't have a lot of depth. You know what I mean? So people aren't coming out for basketball, right? right. And now this leads in the gold division this year, only four teams. Wow. Now you got. Do you think the gold division is far- on borrowed time? I don't think so. I mean, but you got Farmington, Seaholm, Oak Park, Ferndale University. Those are your four teams in that division. So, wow. yeah, so it'll be very interesting. You know, I know, um, I know several teams have had the schedule up. I mean, I know there's some teams that are playing each other three times. Now Farmington and Seaholm are playing each other three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So, which, ugh, mm-hmm. that you know, I'm glad they're playing. But I Don't am, get me wrong. I but, do give man. Farmington a ton of credit on Laura Guzman, their head coach over down there at Farmington. Um, the fact that they she toughened up their non-conference. And I'm really happy she did. Oh, you know, I'm talked really, about that a thousand they, they times. They toughed up their non-conference. <laughs> I'm really, really happy about that. Seahome kind of really did. Um, haven't heard much from Oak Park or Ferndale U when it came to scheduling and all that. Haven't heard much. Um, but when I look at that gold division, obviously Farmington's a team to beat in that division. Um, with the experience they got back. I mean, like, Autumn Barrett's a very good player. I thought about putting Farmington in the top 10 at the oh, food yeah? drive. I thought about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Remember, as I told you, at the food drive, you know, at the fish drive, you know, we had that. We had the yes. presentation oh, there. Absolutely. And yeah. I, thought, I thought about putting Farmington in there. We shared that top 10 mm-hmm. with our listeners, yep. correct? Yep. Okay. And, um, and then, remember had, what and then happened you had Seaholm in week. there, too. Yeah, Seaholm <laughs> in that conversation. But I, I just think Farmington right now is a little bit better than Seaholm right now. Um, Oak Park had a great year last year, won 13 games. And yeah. then Ferndale University comes into the comes into the gold from the Charter League. They won 14 games. They won they won 14 games last year. Knocked out a team, knocked out Troy Osborne in the first round last year. So I think this could be competitive. You know? Yeah. The um, you know what the nickname for Ferndale University is? What the Driving Eagles? The Driving Eagles. The Driving Eagles. Did we not know this? I thought they were the Rising. Eagles. Because uh, Ferndale U, I mean, that's... Ferndale's the, Eagles, and then you have Ferndale University. University is, is a driving, driving Eagles. Eagles. What? Interesting name. <laughs> Interesting name. But when you look at, obviously, um, obviously some of the big games coming up in the, um, you know, when you look at Tuesday, Thursday, Friday games, of course, Groves is an interesting one. Okay. Because they got Royal Oak, and then they got to play Clarkston. And then they got Detroit Renaissance. Isn't that a lovely slate of games for yeah that's, for coach um for coach Antoine Simpkins? Isn't that a lovely that, stretch of that, games? That. that is that is you might want to just cry your tears down. I'm not being <laughs> mean to Antoine. Good guy. Hey, I, good guy. You know. And I'm sure, coach. We've you know what what's a coach going to say? Hey, well, we, we the, play the team that is. But scheduled. I'm looking at the schedule like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, like. You got Royal Oak over the air. Royal Oak's a team that's basically like a Batman Robin series. You know, no offense <laughs> to Brian Savada's team because you got basically Sarah Sorgahan playing the role of Batman, Batman. And then you have um, everybody. And then, and then who's going to be a Robin? You yeah. know, that's the big question. You know, so that's how I describe Royal Oak. You know, it's basically the classic show Batman and Robin. That's the Royal Oak Ravens. Yeah. And I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of criticism about this, but that's basically what it is with Royal Oak. Well, there's other teams like that too. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, right. if you only got two guys scoring, we saw that earlier. Mm-hmm. That's the same scenario. Same scenario. And then you look at um Groves, young team. I mean, like I know they have a freshman as a captain as well over there. Wow. At Groves. Yep. 
And then, of course, okay, now you you got me intrigued. Yeah, this team's gonna be. This team's got me a little intrigued, a little bit too. I mean, I'm still got concerns when it comes to program strength with Grove. Sure, but when you look at, of course, that schedule, then they got to play Clarkston, which is gonna be really interesting because I know what John Wire's got. Both a little experience, ton of talent. Um, so when you look at Clarkston, you know this team's. I think Clarkston's gonna be very good this year. I really like what John Wire's got over there at Clarkston. And then you got to play on a Sunday what? at Detroit Renaissance. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that tough? Well, at least it's not back-to-back. No, right? it's I mean, not back-to-back. But, but you're playing Detroit Renaissance, a team that's loaded. When you look at that team, well-coached under Coach Chaney Lowell, Um, You look at Kylie Davis, Nakia Dorsey, among others. I mean, like, this, it would not surprise me. If Groves goes one and two, one and two, or zero and or zero and three to start. Weekend, to start the year, and I know that's and I know Antoine Simpkins doesn't want to hear that, but <laughs> that's what I'm looking at right now. Because you, are there any teams? I mean, to to get on that. Now we talked about this, I think, last week on the guys when we were mm-hmm. talking about schedules or potential schedules. What teams do you see on the girls' side that have to come out strong right away? Uh, are, this are, one's you, easy for me, Troy Athens. Because they got a young team, a young nucleus. Um, they lost 11 seniors from a year ago. Whoa. So that's a team I think. That's that a whole a, team. I mean, yeah. that's a team and a bench. Mm-hmm. That's a team that needs to go on a fast start is Troy Adams. Wow. Um, when you say a young nucleus, I think you're understating it. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a team that, yeah, they need, that's a team that needs a fast start is Troy Adams. Okay. Um. If and what would, team, what would you consider a fast start? Three and oh, three and one. Yeah, sort of like that. All right. And is, um, is it possible? Um, I gotta look at the schedule again with Troy Athens, right. but um, but but I, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You got a young squad. If they come out strong, sometimes you have young teams that don't know any better. Mm-hmm. They, they just come out and play. Right, right. Right. And you hope that a young team is gelled already. Cause, right. Because that that is the big problem. That's too. the big question. I mean, like obviously when you look at where Troy Athens is at right now in the blue, when you look at obviously the division they're in, when you got to look at playing Lake Orion, Berkeley, Rochester, um, and Oxford all twice, that's not an easy thing to, when you're looking at those four teams, that's not an easy, easy thing at all when yeah. you look at, no, looking at that. <laughs> um, another team I think, um, needs to start off fast. And I think people are going to, are, I think I'm going to be crazy about this. I think Stony Creek, you know what I mean? Stony Creek's a team I'm keeping an eye on very closely. Um, when you look at the Cougars, I mean, like, they got, they got, they got, the, they're more than capable of being very good. There's a reason why I have them seven right now. Okay. I mean, I, I like Sydney LaPerry. I like, um, I mean, like, I like Devin Valls on that team. The big key is going to be Mia Carson. Um, taking over for Lily DePani. That's going to be the key for Kellen James's team. Um, and then, of course, another team to watch is Adams. I mean, Adams is another one. Um, Maddie Dolinga, of course. Um, I remember Maddie Dolinga very well. She wrote a very nice letter to uh, the governor a couple weeks ago. Um, but Dolinga's game is really good. But I'm curious to see how Adams is going to look under, show, under Coach Shea Lewis. Um, the key players there for Adams. Um, and then... Um, Another team I'm looking at, obviously, and people are gonna say I'm crazy, but Royal Oak's <laughs> another one. I think Royal Oak, you know what All I right. mean. And I talked, and we we talked about this earlier. Batman Robin, 
Yes. That's what it is with Royal Oak. They're the classic Batman Robin team. Sarah yep. Sorgahan and who else? And then another one, North Farmington. If North Farmington can get out to a very good start with a young team, I mean, they did lose two very good players in Molly Simpson and Maya Kelly. Those were two big losses. Oh, yeah. But you got Kevin Rogers back. You got um, you got Sarah Leifler back. Um, those are going to be some two key building blocks for your team. And I think for North Farmington, the start's going to be key because when you look at North Farmington, I mean, they're going to be decent, but they got some questions. Do you find, so with that question, right, that was the who needs to come out to a quick start. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any teams that are experienced that if they don't come out strong, that's it? I'm watching Berkeley because of the compressed schedule. Because I'm if- watching Berkeley carefully because when you look at this team, Ashley Loon, you got Julian Gomes, Tessa Voss. Berkeley's going to be a team I'm watching very carefully because they got a very tough schedule. I mean, that's a team I'm keeping a very close eye on. Okay. Another one I'm watching is Troy, and the reason why is this: new coach in Julius Porter. A boatload of experience. You know, this team's got a ton of experience. If Troy struggles off the gate, this could spell trouble. And that's it. Even though Troy's one of the favorites in the white this year, the thing with Troy is their problem is not in the regular season, but in the postseason. Mm. You know, the last two years, this team's got knocked out by Utica. Now, the good news for Troy is Utica's not in that district. <laughs> It's one way to avoid them. Yes, but (laughs) that's a team that I've got to be very careful experience-wise. Be very, very careful. Um, Now, if there's a team that I've got some, and another one I'm keeping an eye, that's probably the team I'm watching the most is Troy and Berkeley. Those are the two teams I'm keeping an eye on very careful. Okay. Um, When you look at, when you look at, obviously, you look at Lake Orion, you look at them, Lake Orion's an interesting spot because they got a lot of experience back. Um, I like what Coach Bob Bridges is doing with that team, with that program. Um, Oxford, same thing, especially when you look at um, Emma Morris. That was the one who I forgot on the um, show, on the um, yeah, yeah. drive show. <laughs> um, and um, Mackenzie met their back. That's huge for them. Rochester, I love what that program, what that team's done. That program's done at the Bill Thurston. Um, Megan Lorenzo, Jackie Hurst. Um, Anissa Rajerson, um, and Brooke Gordon. I mean, like they have been. They this has been. A t- I really like what Rochester's done. Um, so those are three teams I would be patient with. Is those three teams okay. when you look at, and they're all in the blue actually. Is Lake Orion, Rochester, and um, Oxford. Those are the three teams I'm very what do you patient th- with. How many uh, losses do you think could take this each division? Okay. Like if you're gonna win it. Right, because this is we we've seen like we're watching uh, college right now, right? Mm-hmm. These weird schedules, these weird things happening. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you know, some teams haven't played in four weeks due to COVID issues, right. and then they're back, and then you know their uh, rankings haven't changed, and all these different things. It's just really bizarre land. Do you see that? You know, a three loss in league team I can see could three, win. Four losses could win the division. I really do. I can see a three four loss. And you're saying top to bottom. It could yeah. be mm-hmm. top to bottom. I can see a three four loss team win the division. Um 
I <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how this unfolds because that in and of itself is a storyline with, with the scheduling. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, like you said, on the girls' side of things, a lot of new pieces, a lot of uh, with, from new coaches mm-hmm. to young squads. I'm still, try, I'm still trying to uh, comprehend 11 seniors. From Athens, gone. Yeah. I AC mean, Club's that team is, lost a lot of a lot of talent. That's insane. I I don't know if I've ever heard of a team. Well, well I guess so. Clarkson didn't they have a one a couple years ago? They had a ton of seniors. I don't know. It's just weird just having a, eleven seniors come in and go. And what do you have left? It's the next JV squad up. I'm I mean, it's literally to see what Troy Athens has. I'm curious to see how they're gonna look. I'm curious to see how they look. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, that's not even talking the best team in this league. No. <laughs> and that's West Bloomfield. I mean, West Bloomfield, what they got is insane. I mean, you look at, of course, young Do you think talent. it's theirs to lose? I think the red right now is, I think it's going to be between West Bloomfield and Clarkson in the red. I really do. When um, do they meet up? we got to get that on the schedule. We're going to get that up. <laughs> schedule, my ca- put that on my calendar. Um, but, you know, Royal Oak Groves are wild cards, you know. A and T's just completely starting over. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't even talk about them. We didn't even talk I mean, about A and T. I mean, they were like, so strong for so long. And well, Michelle Marshall retired. They got a new coach in Shakira Cochrane, I believe. Um, um, they but they what helps her is going to be is the Warriors have them, um, Jalen Austin and um, of course, and Keanu Willis coming back. Um, Willis had a really turbulent season last year. Yeah. Um, and then of course Austin really had a good year last year for A and T. Of course, they were upset in the semifinal, district semifinal by Royal Oak, but they yeah. did lose Shia McEvans, which is a huge Huge. Loss. What a player. And Jasmine Worthy as well. What I mean, players. Are, yeah, so that's a, and they got a new coach here, so A&T, they're in a really tough Just spot. Just starting over. They're basically, that's what it is. They're basically starting over. But a team that's really starting over has been this Bluebeal Hills. My <laughs> God. I mean, two coaching changes in the last, in about, two coaching changes in about five months. That's, that's that's wild. That's wild. That whole story is. Oh my god! I, I don't know if I want to retread that, but that was just. Cr- <laughs> you that could, was you, you we could. had the situation already <laughs> a couple years ago. You couldn't write that in a like a movie script and people would believe it. You're like, oh no, nah, no, nah, that's impossible. So we're staying away from that <laughs> completely. I'm holding my hands up, going, I don't even. Yeah, let's. Yep, I don't let's, even want to. Let's move I'm, on. I'm more concerned that. with the kids. Let's get the kids up and running, yep. and let's get uh, a system in place. And it sounds mm-hmm. like they've got it situated. Oh yeah. And and I hope all is well for them. I hope it is. But <laughs> but you know that's a whole nother can of worms. There. Wow. Yeah. But when you look at of course the upside, the upside in the girls' side of things. Um. West Bloomfield, of course, is the favorite. Clarkston, you know, obviously they're my top two teams. Um, right now, keep an eye on, but watch out for um Royal Oak Groves will be wild cards in that red division. Um the white's gonna come down to I think it's gonna be Southfield. It's gonna be you know, in the and the white's gonna be um Troy and um Stony Troy Stony Creek Adams. Um North Farmington looks like the fourth place team, and then of course you look like, and then of course that last place team be Bloomfield Hills. The Blues probably gonna be the most toughest division because you know we don't know where Avondale's at. No. We don't know what what their what their issues are. But when you look at that division, you know I could see Lake Orion, Berkeley, Rochester, and Oxford 
being big time players in that division. Okay. Um, Athens a little bit young, but we'll see. See, I like the divisions was kind of wide open. And then the gold, it's Farmington, Seaholm, okay. Oak Park, and then Ferndale University. Yeah, I like it when it's wide open, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and Or at least you hope it's wide open. Mm-hmm. Because that means you're going to well, get— Well, I think the blue's going to be wide open. Because you're going to get a lot of—I com- mean, the competition's I good. Think, mm-hmm. Who, you, everybody's beating everybody. It leaves you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. It makes for good stories, uh, good uh, discussion items. And, and it, keeps, it keeps the fans engaged. I can't wait to see all these storylines. You know what I mean? All these storylines develop. I mean, like, you know. But you know who the real winners are on all this, Ian? The student athletes. Absolutely. Because they get to play. They get to play. We're excited for them to get to play. We're excited. Uh, or at least I'm encouraged uh, uh, that they'll stay healthy and everything's great. You know, I keep coming back to that. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, as a parent of a high school kid who's I competing, I got that's my top, and that's every parent's, every parent's top, priority. top priority. And every top health, a- health, a- health, and every athletic director, every superintendent. You know what I mean? Everything. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I can't, I can't tell you how excited I am for the season to begin. I could tell at the beginning you were talking so fast. <laughs> well, don't I always? You do, but this was in a dude. This was another gear. You oh. you, you had high octane uh, coffee this morning because it. <laughs> I uh, technically you don't were, drink coffee. Well, I don't know. You got something going because uh, you were flying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, that's final it. thoughts. You know what I mean? We'll see what happens going forward. Um, it looks like we're out of time this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad I we're am talking. Too. Keep um, an eye on the blog at Sammy Semicolon Tremere Blogspot.com. Also on the ON TV blog as well. Releasing my top 22 and top 20 every week. It'll be Ooh. posted on the blog um, starting on Sunday. Awesome. So, see what happens going forward. I'm going to take, take care, everybody. Good luck at the games this week, everybody. Take care and see you later. Thanks, Sam. Oh, and now is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and mine alone. Give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. Podcast classes are now enrolling one-on-one. See you next week. See ya. See ya.